Little Rock Trojan Sports Properties, in conjunction with Little Rock Athletics, present Big Talk on Little Rock, a deeper look inside Little Rock Trojan Athletics. Now, here is your host of Big Talk on Little Rock, the voice of Little Rock women's basketball, Trey Schaap. Welcome to this edition of Big Talk on Little Rock. I am Trey Schaap, joined by the head men's basketball coach of your Little Rock Trojans, Daryl Walker. This segment is brought to you by Thompson Electric. Coach, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. Let's go back first off to the season that was before we look ahead. We'll look ahead later on in this podcast, but the season that was, you were picked 11th in the Sunbelt Conference uh, by the uh, coaches before the season, and lo and behold, you end up winning the conference. Did you ever think that when you saw those rankings that you would be fighting for a conference championship and then winning it? Uh, I I thought that the talent that we had we had brought in, I thought that we would definitely be in the top three or four, uh, no doubt in my mind. And as the season progressed, uh, we played uh, Missouri State, and then we lost to Memphis. And after the Memphis game, I told Charles Baker, I said, you know what, we, we got a chance to win this thing. We got a chance to be really, really good. And he goes, you think so, Coach? I said, yeah. Boy, we just played against Memphis. We lose 68 to 58. We turn the ball over 26 times, and you lose by 10 points, and they only scored 68 points. I said, we got a chance to be pretty good, man. The way the season started, though, uh, you talked about that Missouri State game. On the road, first game of the season, you hit a shot towards the end of the game that basically almost at the buzzer, you're able to win by one. What was that bus ride back to Little well, Rock after that? The bus ride was a, it was, it was, a, it was a very good bus ride, especially, you know, you, you beat a team that's picked to win the Missouri Valley Conference, and you come in there and uh, you have a low-scoring game where you, your, your team really played well defensively, and and uh, Root was able to make a shot at, uh, at the buzzer almost to win the basketball game. Like you think about uh, guys that have been there last year, we went through a lot of games like that where we lost games like that, and to win a game like that, I, I think that kind of helped propel our season. And then you talk about the, the loss at Memphis, but the fact that you, you saw something in the team then, like you said, the, as many turnovers as you had. Memphis was a team that was ranked in the top 25 at the time. You're playing them over there in the FedEx Forum, and you played them down to the wire. No, it was down to the wire. I, I, I felt uh, – Defensively, uh, what I think it was like seven minutes left in the game in, in, in the first quarter or something like that, and those guys had ten points. I thought defensively we were pretty good. If you don't turn the ball over 25 times, 26 times, you got a chance to win that basketball game. Overall, sitting on that bench when that game was over, and then we in the locker room, I told Coach Baker, I, I said, we're going to be pretty good. we got a chance to win the Sun Belt. I said, we're going to be pretty good. I said, this is a good basketball team. This is a top 25 basketball team. I said, they're young, but they're really talented. And we, I thought we did a great job defensively on those guys. And then you open the season, and, and this year the Sun Belt, starting before Christmas, you open the season with the Louisiana schools on the road, Monroe first, Lafayette second. Another deep three-pointer uh, to basically give yourself the win. Clock's running down. What was the play set there? What was called? It well, was that a one-point win, 73-72. That shot was sure not the shot that was drawn up to be taken. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> Uh, I'm glad that shot went in for that young man. It would have been a pleasant locker room experience for him. Uh, I was just trying to get the ball to Marquis' hand to try to run pick and roll, and he basically waved those guys off and, and, and took a Hail Mary shot from almost from half court, and it went in. And, you know, as a coach, you go, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, great shot. And uh, that, was a, that, was a, that was really an exciting win for us to come back and win that basketball game. Fenton Ewing is a different atmosphere, if you will. I think of any of the arenas in the Sun Belt Conference, it's old. It's, well, it, uh, it's like, it's like uh, Barton Coliseum to a certain yeah. extent. It's like Barton Coliseum. To, you know, those fans down there, they're, 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 they're unruly. They say some things that they shouldn't say. And my, 
some of my players were trying to get into a confrontation with those guys, and I said, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to just try to win the basketball game. And we won the basketball game. They got real quiet. I think they were in shock. I think they were too. And then you head down to Louisiana Lafayette uh, in Lafayette, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. You win there in the Cajun Dome. That's not an easy place to win either. So you go 2-0 and on that road trip. Anytime you can go 2-0 and in the Sun Belt on the road, you have to be pleased as no, a coach. We, we were very pleased because I remember my first year we go to Monroe and Lafayette and get the daylights beat out of it at, at both places. Got the, the, the daylights beat out of us. So uh, I thought we could beat Lafayette. Uh, they're always good at home. Uh, we played pr- pretty good basketball. Marquise was basically out that whole game, most of the game with foul trouble. I thought Lottie played well. I thought overall it was, it was really a good team effort. And you start 5-0 and in Sunbelt Conference play. Did you think back when you're 5-0? and Now, wait a second. Did you talk to some of your assistants? They picked us 11th in this league? No, no, no. I just, I just, I just told our guys to keep the chip on their shoulder. And those guys had a chip on their shoulder about being picked 11th. And uh, it's amazing how certain things can motivate young p- basketball players. And they were, they were a little ticked off about that. It, it didn't bother me. I was kind of glad we were picked 11th. I really was. So uh, to get to start off five and zero, oh, I thought it was a, it probably was a shock to everybody in the Sun Belt. And my thing was uh, looking at all the teams in the Sun Belt and watching some games, I knew that we could beat anybody in the league. I knew anybody could beat us too, but I felt we could beat anybody in the league. And I thought defensively we were playing good basketball. Is it easier to get the attention of your team when you're picked 11th as opposed to maybe winning the conference? Well, I, I think so. The bulletin board thing is, you know, they picked us 11th. Let's go out and prove them wrong. Now next year it's going to be they're going to probably pick us first or second, and we're going to have a bigger target on our back. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this team still progresses with a target on their back. How nice was it to beat your rival, Arkansas State, twice this season? Well, it's always, it's always good to beat your rivals. And I've always said this, Trey, I never thought we were rivals because neither team was good last year. Uh, that's just, and that's how I felt. Some people didn't like that, but that's how I felt. Neither team was any good last year. And they beat us two times last year, and it was nice to, to, to repay the favor back to those guys. But do you, do you sense that rivalry now that you've been in it two years here at Little Rock? It, it's 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 fine. It's a game on the schedule. I know it's a lot of implication, big implications when we play A State, and and uh, it's just the way it is. And I, I just treat every game as a game. To be honest about it, I prepare every game the same. I watch a bunch of film. I write notes down. I get things uh, on paper. I go over it in practice, and I treat every game the same. And then you come back here to the Jack Stevens Center. You get to clinch the Sun Belt Conference outright mm-hmm. here at home in the Jack Stevens Center. Um, what was that day like? What was it like leading up to that game for <laughs> Daryl Walker? Well, I kept saying it would be nice to win this thing at home in front of the fans. Uh, didn't put it, didn't tell my team, didn't tell my team that. I just kept that to myself. Uh, I knew we had a chance to beat Lafayette. I knew it was not going to be an easy game in the beginning, but uh, uh, we prevailed. We played well defensively. We scored the ball, and to be honest about it, it was a really an exciting game uh, to close close it out with, man. It was some great plays in that game. And uh, defensively, I thought we, we rested up a knot in the second half and really just kind of stepped on their neck a little bit. The way the Sun Belt was doing the tournament this year, you guys advanced to New Orleans straight. I mean, the only two teams got to go, the one and the two seeds automatically. You were the one seed, obviously. Take me through that Wednesday before the Thursday when you guys got on the bus to leave for New Orleans. Take me through that Wednesday first. What was that day like? Well, we uh, watched some film, and uh, uh, I guess we were going to play Georgia Southern, so I was getting prepared for those guys. I knew how I was going to attack them. 
I know that they are they're a switching basketball team. They're going to switch everything. So uh, my thing was if they're going to switch, I'm going to make sure they, their smallest guy switches on my biggest guy every time. And I went over a lot of new sets, put in a few wrinkles in how we we're going to attack those guys. I uh, felt real comfortable about going to New Orleans and playing whoever was going to play because I thought Nicola was really starting to find his niche. It, it took him a while. It took him a while, but I felt he was really starting to play at a high level, and I didn't think anybody in the Sun Belt was going to have an answer for him down there in the, in the Sun Belt Conference. And if we took care of the basketball, I thought we were defending well at the time. I thought our 1-3-1 zone bothered a lot of people. So uh, I, I felt good about going down. I really felt good. I had, some, I had a calmness about me going down there. I know that from the women's side, losing on Wednesday, there was, that started a, a whole – bottle of emotions the fact that the Little Rock women are not going to be in New Orleans for the first time in a long time and and the fact that the men were already slated to go there was nice knowing that hey we're still going to have fans down there we're still going to have a presence down there because the men are there and then we get to talking and it's like okay now the NBA has a case of COVID-19 right now they're shutting down and the the wheel starts to spin and, and things start Okay, no fans are going to be there. When the NBA shut down, I knew everybody's going to shut down. So you knew then? When the NBA shut down, when the NBA shut down, uh, multi-billion dollar business, when they shut down, I knew everybody's going to shut down. I do I knew that. I just didn't say anything. I felt everybody's going to shut down. So so you had a you had, I had some, an inkling. Yes. You had an inkling yes, when you yes. got on the bus Thursday that we're probably not going to get outside of the state of Arkansas before we're to, oh, told to turn I, around. I thought we may get down there and and be there for a day and, and then told to come back home. But it worked out in our favor. We got the Pine Bluff and was told to come back, which what, was good. What was that What was that morning like? I know you practiced here before you we got did. on the bus. Right. We, we practiced here. We went over some of their stuff live, uh, how we're going to defend their sets and how we're going to attack them offensively and, and got on the bus and was heading that way and uh, and was getting prepared to, to, to watch, watch some TV on, on the on the satellite and, and get to New Orleans and have some gumbo and – then you, you start seeing the Big Ten and SEC cancel their tournaments in ACC, where you know the smaller, the smaller mid-major schools, are gonna, they have to cancel their tournaments, and that's what happened. Do you wish, looking at it now, that maybe the Sun Belt would have been played a week earlier like some of the other you know, mid-major tournaments are played a week earlier than, than what the, the Power Fives are? Well, you, you say that now only because C-19 hit. Uh, everybody, it's all hindsight right now. I, I think the tournament is, is when the tournament is going to be. I never even look about. I never even look at stuff like that. I just try to win basketball games, and when the tournament is going to be played, that's when I get prepared if we're going to be playing in the tournament. No, I, I think it, you know C19 just just was a was a wreck for everybody. Uh, I hated that for my guys. Uh, didn't get a chance to get to the NCAA tournament. I'm not saying uh, we couldn't have lost down there, but I felt good about us winning down there. I thought we were playing at a good level offensively and defensively. It just, it just didn't happen for us. What was that conversation like with your guys? Well, my, well, they all were texting me on the – I'm sitting in the front of the bus and everybody's texting me what's going on, Coach, and I told them I would address that when I got back to the locker room. And I got back to the locker room, I just told everybody, look, uh, I don't know what's going to happen with the season. It may be over with. I said, but nobody can take anything away from anybody in this room what you guys have just accomplished. I said, you guys went from – uh, 10 and 21, whatever it was, the 21 and 10, one of the biggest turnarounds in this school's history. I said, uh, you uh, re-galvanized. You've galvanized this uh, this program again, uh, this city. Uh, people in the state are pulling for you. I said, so uh, this is always going to go down the record, but you guys are the regular season champs. I said, that's not going to be taken away from you. I said, we got some unfinished business if we can't go to the tournament this year. I said, and all you guys will be coming back, hopefully, and let's go ahead and do it again next year. 
And that's our goal. Our, our motto is unfinished business. What was the mindset of the players after you told them that? They were, they were, they were just sad and just couldn't believe that uh, we weren't going to be able to have a chance to go to the tournament. And uh, I just told them, hey, you've got to stay safe and you've got to take care of your schoolwork. All that still, nothing, nothing's changed about that stuff. You still got to go to school and go to class and do what you have to do. I said, but uh, we got unfinished business. And I said, I'm proud of you guys. You guys should be proud of yourself for what you accomplished this year, man. Uh, you, you, you had this arena rocking. You guys played really good basketball. I said, you got a chance to get better next year. I said, we got unfinished business. It's time for us to take a timeout here on Big Talk in Little Rock. We're talking with Daryl Walker, the head coach of the Little Rock Trojans. This segment was brought to you by Thompson Electric. We will be back after a word from First Security and Stevens. The sound of squeaking shoes racing down the court. Everyone holding their breath for the free throw. Then exhaling and shouts when the ball falls through the net. Sharing nachos and chanting every cheer by heart. Always supporting the home team, no matter the score. Fans are loyal in Arkansas. It makes us proud to be loyal, too. For more than 80 years, First Security has been investing in our home state and nowhere else. First Security Bank, only in Arkansas. Member FDIC. At Stevens, our philosophy is to invest every dollar as if it were our own, to seize opportunity, to anticipate rather than react, to deliver constant focus in an ever-changing world, and to pursue the objectives of our clients in order to help them reach their financial goals. A proven history of helping companies and individuals. Stevens, member NYSE SIPC. Welcome back to Big Talk on Little Rock. I'm Trey Shep, joined by the head Trojan himself, Daryl Walker. This segment is brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Coach, you sought this Little Rock job. You wanted this Little Rock job bad. Why? Well, I, I, I thought it would be great to come here and, uh, and coach in front of my family and friends. I've been living here since 1983 when I got drafted by the New York Knicks, so this was home for me, even though I'm born in Chicago. Born and raised in Chicago, this was home for me. I, I thought uh, the right coach could come in here if he was willing to stay, if he was willing to stay, that he could build something real positive here. When you saw from afar what Chris Beard was able to do in one year here and the way it energized this fan base was it something that after he left and Wes not able to sustain what he had, did that put it on your radar or had it already been on your radar? It had been on my radar. I mean, I was up for that job when Chris Beard got the job. I, I felt that you can win here. Uh, Chris did it with uh, some, some players that was left over that was really good players that Joe Klein and then that, uh, Steve Shields had recruited. And he, he went and got some junior college guys that he got old real quick. And, and Chris Beard, to tell you, they struck lightning in the bottle. <laughs> they did, and it was great. It was good to see. And I always felt that could happen. And uh, uh, Chris succeeded and got out of here and wound up at Vegas and, and Texas Tech. And then it took a dip for a couple of years. And, and hopefully now it's back. I remember your introductory press conference and some of your, the friends that you talk about who were in the, the legends room that day, Warren Stevens, Warren Simpson, a lot of uh, the Elotion buddies were, were, were in, that, uh, in that legends room. What did that mean to you to see them there? Well, it just it just let me know that they were pulling for me, uh, that hopefully they were ready to support the program. And it's really happy for me, to be honest about it, more than anything else, happy for me. They knew that I, I wanted this job. Uh, this, is a, this is a dream job for me to come home to be coached in front of my family and friends and grandkids. Uh, it's a great situation. And now that you've coached two seasons mm-hmm. here, has it really sunk in that, hey, I'm – I'm sitting. I'm able to to drive from my house. Oh, no, I talk about that to all the day. jack. Yeah, it's 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 easy, and you know, 
the, the Jack Stevenson is going to always be special to me because even before I met Warren, it, it, it was it was it was it was Daddy Jack who I had a great relationship with. That's who I had an unbelievable relationship with was was Mr. Stevens. So to be in this facility that Warren and his father wrote a check for, it's 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 great and to be able to coach here. It's it's unbelievable. I, you know, so many people. Man, you you had a hell of a year. You're gonna, man, you're gonna you're gonna get out of here now. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay right here. This is a this is an unbelievable place right here uh, to coach at, and I'm building something here. What what was that relationship with Mr. Stevens like? Oh, it was just it was it was a special bond that I I would I would go hang out in his office and uh, sit down and talk about I'm not gonna t- about everything about you saving any money investing. Just talking about old times, talking about Razorback basketball. We we had a unique. I would just pop in his office, and he he'll be having these big wigs in his office, Kurt Bradbury and the other guys at the time, and and I would just walk in, and the, and the meeting would stop, and and I would hug, and we kiss each other, and we'd sit there, and we're we're talking, and I'm rubbing his shoulders. Old. I mean, it's just we had a special relationship. We That's really awesome. had a great relationship. I know a lot of people don't talk about the course out west, um, Elotion, but Augusta National. Have you ever? Yeah, to Augusta, go down there? Augusta National is a, is a is a is a special place, man. It's a really really special place. Uh, it's it's unique place. It's a unique place. Uh, they've done a great job over the years of of, of keeping tra- the tradition up. Uh, it's it's just, it's a special place. Were you a little sad that along with the NCAA tournament, the week after the Final Four, yeah. it's time for the Masters? Yeah, I know. Tiger didn't get a chance to uh, not yet to to repeat and. Uh, that place is special to him. It's, it's a few play, It's a few guys. It's a few golfers that really know Augusta National inside and out. And two of them was really Jack Nicklaus and Tiger Woods. They know that place inside and out. And if any time Tiger can play at Augusta National, he's going to have a chance to win. Do you look back at at some of the old Masters and and remember Mr. Stevens in the in the Butler cabin yeah. when when he was the chairman? No, he was. People forget that Jack uh, Jack Stevens was the president of uh, of Augusta National. That's huge. That's big. I've been there for yeah. a practice round, yeah. but it's, uh, it's I mean place. to walk that place oh, it's has a special to be. Place. It's it's a it's a special place. It's a it's a it's a fun place. Good atmosphere. Uh, the fans are very respectable. Most of the Masters fans are. They've been coming there for 25, 30, some 40 years. So they're very knowledgeable of the course. Uh, they're, they're, they're not rude. It's, it's, a, it's a good place. The last dance that is chronicling the, uh, the Chicago Bulls, their last, their number sixth uh, world championship. Obviously, Michael Jordan's a, a humongous part of that and had a lot of say in when that was going to be released. Have you watched? Yeah, I watched mo- most I, of that. Yeah, I watched it and, 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 and laughed and, and, and smiled because I knew. About a lot of that stuff that was going on, even though I wasn't there anymore, it was uh, it's it's fun. You got six million viewers. That's that's huge, and it's going to be more viewers next Sunday. This Sunday coming up. When you being from Chicago, knowing the history of the Bulls and and sports in Chicago as a whole, did it give you a sense of pride when when they finally did break through and win that first world oh, championship, even though you weren't? No, a part was, of the Bulls. It was it was it was great because I grew up watching uh, Chet Walker, Bob Love, Jerry Sloan, and Norm Van Leer. I, I, you know, I got my toughness after Norm Van Leer and Jerry Sloan watching those guys all the time and and playing in the streets in, in in Chicago. So I've always pulled for Chicago Bulls, and when they won that first championship, it was great for the city. It really was. I have to ask, White Sox or Cubs? Yes, I'm a Cubs fan, man. They got the White Sox. White Sox. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, I mean, I like I liked old Richie Allen, Dick Allen, but I'm 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 a Cubs fan. 
Yeah. I'm a Cubs. I'm a South Sider too, but I'm a Cubs fan. Do you get back to go to Wrigley? I haven't been to I've been to Wrigley one time, maybe two times in my whole uh whole life. Are you serious? I, I, I just watch it on T V all the time. Yeah. See, I, I became a Cub fan with WGN right. in the summers. I mean, I watched, there were I no watched. lights on the stadium, so they had to play afternoon games. Well, that's what baseball supposed to be played in the afternoon. It's, it's, all, it's all different now. It's all different. So when they won the World Series in, in 2016, where were you? When you when, were you watching Game, game 7? I, 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 I believe I was. Uh, it was November I, I was, the 2nd, I believe. I was, I was still coaching at Clark Atlanta University, and – and uh, my wife and my sister-in-law were down in my apartment in Clark Atlanta. We watched it down there in Atlanta, Georgia. When they when they made that when last out, Brian yeah, Terrizzo. Oh, it, it was it was it was you know. I just started laughing. Said, "Man, that's been a long what, 1904, 1910, something like that. It's been a long time since the Cubs have won a World Series, and that was that was unbelievable. It it was nice uh, as a Cub fan. All right, uh, Chicago style pizza, yay or nay? Oh, I love Chicago style pizza. I'm a home run in guy. Home run in, uh, not uh, Geno's and all that. I'm a home run in. No guy. Giordano's for you. No home run in. What's another place to go in Chicago to eat? Oh man, I I, I eat all I, I eat everywhere in Chicago. Nothing is. Uh, I'm just thinking nothing. I I I I go to the Peninsula Hotel a lot when I'm in Chicago because they got some. Unbelievable Chinese restaurant. Right there. off of Michigan yeah, Avenue. The Peninsula Hotel is an unbelievable Chinese restaurant in there. When you were growing up and, and, and playing ball outside in Chicago, did you ever think you would make it, A, to college, the University of Arkansas, B, the NBA, and then C, be a head coach? No, none of that crosses your mind at that time. When you're growing up in the, in the, in the projects in the inner city, your, your daily dose is how do I survive? The next day, how do I navigate walking through to get to school without having to fight or getting shot at? So it's uh, that never crosses your mind. But you, you play basketball in sports because that's an outlet. And, and basketball is one of my outlets. So I played that all the time on, on the streets and into the nighttime and all that stuff until it's time to go home. And uh, about thinking about college, I didn't think about college probably until my 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 junior year in, in high school when my, my high school coach coach started showing me uh, letters that I would get from university. That was the only time I really started thinking about college. And, and once I got to college, I probably didn't start thinking about the NBA until after my junior year. So uh, I was just trying to go from day to day. Take me back to leaving high school, coming to Arkansas, West Ark. West Ark. At first, right. there in Fort Smith, and then transitioning to Fayetteville in the U of A. Well, it was uh, it was – what I call it, going to, going to Fort Smith was like going to Purgatory. It was uh, I'm used to big buildings and, and lights and excitement, and I get to uh, Fort Smith, Arkansas, and it's this 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 unbelievable dreary place to me. It was because coming from a big city, and uh, it was different playing for the legendary Gail Carndar, uh, making friends with a lot of my guys that I still talk to from West Ark, and one of them being Brian Kellerbrew, a great basketball player from Lone Oak. To, Wind up playing with Pat Foster at the, at Lamar. Had a had a great season down there uh, with the legendary Gail Carndart, which helped me. Uh, everybody wonder why my transi- transition was so easy from uh, West Star Community College to to University of Arkansas, because Gail Carndart was teaching the same thing that Coach Sutton was teaching, and was running the same type of offense that Coach Sutton was running. So uh, it was easy to make that transition for me. It was fun. And then meeting Coach Sutton for the first time and and. Talking to him, how how was how was that? I met Coach Sutton in uh, was 
still in high school in 79 at a, at a, at a camp called Athletes for Better Education by Chick Shear. Big-time camp, a lot of big-time players in there. And Coach was in there along with uh, coaches from you know, Lou Oates and, and – uh, Oh, what's the the coach used to coach at Illinois? Lou Hens. It was just oh, like yeah, Ray, Ray Ray Meyer from DePaul. Everybody was in that gym, and uh, and Pat Foster and, and Coach Sutton was there, and Dean Smith was there, and uh, wound up talking to Pat Foster and Coach, coach Sutton about the University of Arkansas. Wound up taking a visit. Uh, matter of fact, I took a visit homecoming. Homecoming. I think they were playing Baylor and uh, watching Ben Cowens uh, running the, running the football. And your time at Arkansas, you wouldn't trade it for anything? No, no, no. It's, it's funny. I tell the story because I really wanted to go to uh, DePaul University and play for the legendary Hall of Famer Ray Meyer. I had Teddy Grubbs, who was a McDonald's All-American. Mark Aguirre was already there. You had Terry Cummins, who was an NBA All-Star that was coming in the same time I was coming in. And my high school coach told my mother that I needed to get out of Chicago, that I wouldn't last if I stayed in Chicago. So, uh, And my mother asked Coach Young, well, is this scholarship going to cost me any money? He goes, no, Ms. Morgan's not going to cost you anything. She said, well, I guess he's going to the University of Arkansas. <laughs> and so my experience at Arkansas is, is, is one of the great things of my life. It was, it was a great choice that Coach Young helped me make. Uh, not for, helped me make, he made me go. And it turned out to be perfect. And uh, uh, the people in the state have always been, been great to me, uh, uh, really, really uh, good to me. I, I see people all the time. They go, man, you 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 are my favorite Razorback. You're my mother's favorite Razorback. So I get that on a daily basis when I'm when I'm out and about uh, anywhere in the state of Arkansas. So that makes me feel good. When you first put on that that jersey and played in Barnhill, what what was that like? Barnhill is a special place, man. I know Bud Walton is bigger and, and all that stuff with the lights and all that, but it, it's 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 never going to be Barnhill. Barnhill is a unbelievable. Uh, loud box. I mean, it's loud, it's boisterous. The people are right on top of you. Uh, it's a, it's, it was a, it was a fun time of my life. And then to take your team up there in October and play an exhibition like scrimmage yeah. game, what, what was that like? It was, it was. I, w- I was wishing it would be in Barnhill, but it wasn't. It was, it was in Bud Walt, but it was, it was fun. I, I knew before that game, watching my guys, the ceremony with Nolan that their eyes were big and that they, I thought they were going to be nervous as heck when we got started. And that, that showed in the beginning of the game, the first, the first half. And uh, we took them to a football game the day before, and, they, and you know, people were coming up to me asking for autographs and taking pictures as we were trying to get into the, uh, into the football stadium. And all my players were like, Coach, why is everybody coming up to you? Why is everybody stopping you? You're big around here, huh? I said, they, they don't know. They didn't know. They didn't know. I just laughed. I said, yeah, guys, I know a few people up here. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I have to make a phone call, I can't. Uh, I, I just told them, yeah, I know a few people. A few people know me up here. And it's, it's fun to go back and, and, and people want to see how you're doing, what you've accomplished. They want to they thank you for the memories and all that stuff. So uh, Arkansas is always going to be a special place. It's always going to have a special place in my heart because it, it, it is a special place. Saying all of that. Can we see Arkansas Little Rock in the regular season coming that would, up? That would that would be great. I don't know if that's going to happen this year. I mean, and Eric and I have talked a little bit. I don't know if that's going to happen, but hopefully down the line we'll we'll be able to play some games. I think it's good. I think it's good for the uh, for the whole state. Uh, I think Hunter is not into that. You know, it's not going to do us any good. That's no, going to do everybody some good. It's going to do everybody in the state some good. When you were in Tulsa a couple of weeks ago. And Coach Sutton finally got that call that he was going in to the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. Yeah, well. What I, was that like? I had told Steve Sutton. I had talked to him three nights 
ago, I said, he's he's going to get in this time, Steve. He goes, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to get his hopes up high. I said, look, take Kobe, Duncan, and Garnett and just put them to the side. They don't count in this Hall of Fame. Just put them to the side. Look at the list of catchings, uh, the, the coach from Baylor, uh, Rudy T. Uh, I said, Coach Sutton. I said, he's going to get in this time. I said, I'm, gonna, I'm coming over for that. He said, you coming over? I said, yeah, I'm making that drive over. And I made that drive, and I got there about – 1.30 on time, and the call was supposed to come at 2. The call came about fifth, came about 10 minutes earlier. And uh, I was sitting there. When I, first came, when I first got there, I went in there and washed my hands and everything, and, and Coach was eating. Somebody was feeding Coach, and uh, uh, he swallowed his food. He, he, he looked at me, and he, and he, he just started shaking his head. <laughs> <laughs> then he started smiling, and, 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 and after a while, he started crying. And then she goes, well, he always knows you when you come in here. I said, yeah, I bet he does know me. So... Uh, <laughs> So we, well, I talked to Coach, and he was able to get that phone call. So I was standing right over his shoulder when he got that phone call. And and uh, I knew he was in when the guy said, I've been waiting 21 years to make this phone call. Wow. I went like that, and I, I knew that he was in, and he and welcomed Coach to the Hall of Fame. And, and, and Coach, I think Coach kind of understood what was going on because he, Steve put the phone up close to his ear so he could hear it while the guy was talking. And Coach just kind of closed his eyes and put his head back a little bit and uh, – you know, probably soaked it all in. Unfortunately, I wish they could have did that about seven years ago. That had to be special for you. I, to that, be there. That's one. That's a special moment. That I was the only player there when that happened with all his family and grandkids and, and daughter-in-laws and all the sudden boys were there. That was uh, – man, that made it special, big-time special. We're going to wrap up this edition of Big Talk on Little Rock after this break and a word from Arrow Coach Lines and Shelter Insurance. Arrow Coach Lines is ready to take you and your group on your next trip. Whether it's one day to Oakline or one week to Florida, Arrow Coach Line will meet your needs. 47 to 56 passenger coaches are available for charter service. Our motor coaches come equipped with DVD systems and internet access is available. We have added a new 16-passenger Sprinter van to our fleet, which is ideal for local service or airport transfers. Call 663-6002. Arrow Coach Lines, a family-owned and operated business for over 65 years. In sports, success is measured in points, wins, and trophies. At Shelter Insurance, we measure success in the quality of our products and services, in how we support our communities, in being there when you need us most, and the occasional trophy, like the one from J.D. Power for highest customer satisfaction among auto insurers in the central region. Shelter Insurance. We're your shield. We're your shelter. For J.D. Power 2019 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Welcome back into Big Talk on Little Rock. I am Trey Shab, joined by the head basketball coach of your Little Rock Trojans, Daryl Walker. Coach, as you look towards next season and the team that you have coming back, obviously a Sunbelt Conference championship team, a potential NCAA tournament team. Last year we don't know how the conference tournament would have played out, but you have to be excited. Oh, I am excited. Uh, I'm excited and uh, I'm cautious at the same time because uh, we're going to have a big target on our back. And that's good. That means that your program is, is moving up if you got a target on your back, which is, which is nice. Uh, our approach is going to have to be the same but a little bit harder uh, because teams are going to be after us. And uh, hopefully those guys will keep maturing. Marquise, Kamani, uh, Nicola will get him for a full season. Marco, uh, Jovan I think is going to be a lot better because he played minutes. Uh, Isaiah, you, we, we got, we've got the same team coming back with some length. And we're going to add some more length to our basketball team. So uh, even though we're going to have a target on our back, I still think we're going to be a solid basketball team. 
having the success that you did last year and winning the Sun Belt, how much easier was it to recruit off of that than it was in year one? Well, it's, it's a lot easier because now they see that you're, you're winning. All the national talk that we got, uh, kids are able to Google up your program and, and, and see, see things and watch games on ESPN+. Plus. So it makes it a lot easier. What are bus trips, road trips like with Tuck? <laughs> Here we go, Trojans. Here we go. <laughs> That's it, isn't it? Uh, no, Ray is an institution around here. It's, it's so funny because he covered me when I was a 19-year-old kid at the University of Arkansas, did a 1,000 interviews with me over the years. Uh, Ray is passionate about uh, ULR basketball. Uh, it's fun to have him on the bus. And, you know, you know, he make, he'll, he'll make you fat on the bus because all, all he does is eat chocolate and sweets the whole time on the, on the bus and donuts and all type of stuff on the bus. But the guys really gravitate to Ray. They love Ray. Ray's I'm, a big part. I'm, and I'm happy he got inducted to the Hall of Fame here. How many times does he say to the driver, can you turn the air down a little bit or can you turn it up? Well, I like it hot. And he goes, I know it's Coach, Walker, Coach Walker's bus up there, but it's a little hot back here. And so we'll, 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 we'll turn the heat off soon and let Ray get comfortable. But he's, he's fun to have on the bus, and I, I hope he does this for another five to six years for sure. Having your assistants with you, the ones that you picked um, to be a part of this program, I, I looked at Coach Baker, mm-hmm. another guy that has so much history and tradition right here in Little Rock in central Arkansas. Is that one of the reasons you wanted him as a part of your oh, staff? Yeah, I want him part of my staff because of that, and also because he has he's done it at a high level as an assistant coach for twenty some years. You know, he, it's nothing he hasn't seen uh, from a compliance side to the, to uh, evaluating players, to travel, to making a schedule, whatever it is, he's done it, and he's done it from a mid major to, to to Colorado and, and and to Kansas State. So he's been at some some major programs, and he's a great addition to us, big-time addition, really. I know that there's going to be a banner hung inside the Jack Stevens Center this coming season to uh, symbolize the, the winning of the Sun Belt Conference, but is it a little bit of a shame that, man, we're not going to be able to put one of those NCAA banners up as well to well, go right along with well, it? Well, it, it is, but you, you have to take care of people's kids first, and safety is the first thing that we have to do. There's no doubt about that. This is something we're going to look back. We're all living 15, 20 years from now and go, man, 2020, unbelievable. Can you believe this? And think, Just think about what your grandkids are going to read about in school down the, down the line 30 years from now. So uh, we're just trying to get through here safely, make sure those kids stay safely. And, yeah, we didn't get – it's a whole lot of teams. Think about Anthony Grant at, at, at uh, Dayton. He's 30-2, and two, and he doesn't, get, he doesn't get a chance to make a run in the NCAA tournament. And I mean, they probably would have made a, yeah. a, a heck of a run. And I, I talked to him two weeks ago trying to, trying to schedule a game with him, and I, I felt bad for him, man. I, I felt bad that he didn't get that, that team to have a chance to make a run at the tournament. So it's a lot of teams. I mean, you, you think uh, Bill Selfton wanted his team to get to the tournament and see what they can do. So uh, it's, a, it's a process. Uh, we got some unfinished business. We're just going to come back, re-energize, and get focused and, and, and get ready to get it done next year. Unfinished business. Yep. I said that in the locker room when we came back from Pine Bluff, that we got unfinished business, and that's going to be our mindset. I know that's going to be on the on the practice jerseys and everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the marketing is going to use it. Coach, thanks so much. Thanks for, for having me. It's been fun. Appreciate this, this it. This has been good. Thank you so much. And uh, continued success. Good luck. And we're glad to have you here. Yeah, I'm life. happy to be here, and hopefully we can get the fan base to uh, to, to come out more next year and, and, and put some butts in the stands. We will do it. Thanks so much, Coach. Thank that's Daryl Walker, the head coach of your Little Rock Trojans. Join us next time for another edition of Big Talk on Little Rock. Thanks for listening to Big Talk on Little Rock with Trey Shep. 
This was a presentation of Little Rock Trojan Sports Properties in conjunction with Little Rock Athletics. Thank you.